0: Hi, I'm Ken Navarro. Thank you for joining me today. This is going to be part four of my eight-part podcast series, which is covering the development from beginning to end of my upcoming album for 2014. This week, I'm going to talk about how I go about recording my guitars. I have two main uh, nylon string acoustic guitars that I record in the studio. One of them I've been using for a long time. It's my 1984 Takamini nylon string acoustic guitar I bought it way back when I lived in Los Angeles in the uh, mid-1980s and I've been recording it ever since some guitars sound really good when you play them live and some guitars sound really good when you record them this guitar for some reason and maybe it's cuz I've just been recording it so long I've really gotten really good at recording it. It this Takamini sounds so good when I record it and I've I've figured out the best way for me to get my sound with that particular guitar. The other guitar I use in the recording studio is much more recent. It's a 2011 Godin acoustic electric nylon string and it is much more of an electric guitar. I don't use a microphone on it. It has technology built into the guitar where using an onboard computer in the guitar, it simulates what it sounds like having different microphones on it. And it does a fantastic job. And coupled with my ability to EQ it, and a couple of little tricks I'll tell you about as, as this podcast uh, we get into this podcast, I've learned how to make that guitar sound as good and sometimes better than my Takamini. So I'm gonna begin by describing the process by which I record my acoustic Takamini classical guitar. Of course, I start with the guitar and I'm usually sitting. Sitting is good because it keeps me in a consistent place Uh, More easily to keep a consistent recorded sound when I'm sitting than say when I'm standing. And I record almost always with an AKG 414 microphone. This is a really nice condenser microphone that does a great job of capturing the way the Takamine really sounds in the room I'm recording. From the microphone, it goes into a preamp, a very high-end mono preamp made by a company called Grace Design, the model I use as a single input model number 101. The Grace preamp just does a great job of making the microphone sound exactly the way it sounds, and of course my guitar sounding exactly the way it sounds. Understand that in every step of a signal chain when you're recording, lies the potential for deteriorating the sound in some ways. So part of the reason why you use a great mic and a great preamp is to make sure that you don't lose anything. From the preamp, it goes into my digital analog converter, which is made by the same company that makes my digital software, my digital recording software. They're called Mark of the Unicorn. I use an 828 MK2 analog digital converter, it goes in there and it's converted from analog signal to a digital signal and then that goes into my computer where I have digital performer, that's the name of my digital software, my digital recording software and mixing software. And it's captured inside the computer as if you were recording anything uh, that you that you recorded directly into a computer but of course I'm recording a really nice sounding guitar with a great microphone an excellent preamp and good analog to digital conversion and so there it is it's in the computer now once it's in the computer I use a lot of different kinds of plugins to make sure that I get the EQ that I want Uh, the guitar sounds pretty good going in but depending on whether it's a solo guitar piece a piece for five guitars, a piece for just a few instruments in the guitar, or a full band piece, which is how many of my songs are, I do different things with the equalization. Now equalization to most people would mean treble, bass, maybe some mid-range, but equalization for me when I'm recording is much, much more than that. It involves many, many different parts of the overall sound of the guitar, I'm in there like a surgeon working on it, and um, it's very important to have that ability. One thing I do not use as a plug-in when I record uh, the acoustic guitar is any kind of compression. I don't want the signal affected in that way at all, especially when it's going in to the digital recorder. I want it to stay as clean as possible, and for that matter, I don't EQ it. Uh, when I record it. The EQing is happening as I'm listening to the to the playback or as I'm monitoring it as I record it. Uh, I would never do anything that changed the sound in such a way that I could never go back to the way it originally was. Uh, But having EQ when I'm playing is important because I want it to sound as good as possible and I I also add a little bit of reverb on it just to you know, make it sound again as sweet as possible. So that's the basic way that I record the Takamini. So, um, one other thing I wanted to mention uh, is this whole issue of the microphone and the guitar and the placement of the two as they relate to each other. Now, I usually sit when I record because this gives me a very consistent sound. Uh, The other thing, though, is I spend a lot of time with the microphone trying different places to place the microphone, sometimes right over the sound hole, sometimes near the bridge, sometimes between the sound hole and the bridge, and sometimes, depending on what I'm doing and the and the music I'm recording, I'll put the microphone a little bit closer to the neck so it's kind of between the sound hole and the neck. And then the other thing is, angling this microphone is critical. Uh, that's one of the things I've learned about the AKG-414. When you turn that microphone at different angles, however you're placing it over the guitar, it radically can change the tone. So uh, between where I'm playing, am I playing over the sound hole, am I playing near the bridge, where the microphone is placed, is it over the bridge, is it over the sound hole, is it is it closer to the neck, and then finally the way that microphone is angled in relationship to to what it's picking up. These elements all make a big difference. And if you're going about recording yourself playing acoustic guitar, I highly recommend you spend a lot of time experimenting and get a good pair of headphones and listen as you move things around and play a little bit differently. And you know, that's the other thing. Sometimes I have to adjust my playing to get the tone that I want. So recording is something different than performing live and it takes some special effort and a lot of time and experience to really get good at it. So I'm gonna take one of the songs that's gonna be on the new album. It's a, uh, a song that uh, I wrote a few years ago, but I've uh, put back together for this album because I think it's a perfect fit. It's a very pretty song where the Takamine acoustic nylon string really shines. So first I'm gonna play a little bit of the guitar uh, but without any of the band playing with it, just so you can hear the the guitar, and then we'll I'll come back talk about that a little bit, and then we'll put it back in with the whole band. So here's the guitar just by itself. So I hope you can hear It's a very warm sound. That's with some of my EQing on it. And not a lot, though. That's really the way the guitar sounds through the mic and through the preamp. And then I put a little bit of reverb on it, too, just to give it uh, a feeling that it's in a particular space and it gives it a certain warmth. So now let's listen to that same section within the whole band in, in the context of the whole song. there it is. You can see that it's retained that same warmth, it's blending with the band, so it sounds like it fits in, but it's clearly the singer in the band, if you know what I mean. It has to It has to really come across lyrically, and that's the tone I'm always trying to get, uh, particularly with, with my Takamini. Now, the other nylon string classical guitar that I use is the Godin Multiac Grand Concert Duet Ambiance Nylon String. (laughs) I know that's quite a name. Uh, The Multiac refers to the fact that it has this ability with the built-in computer to simulate what it sounds like just by plugging it directly in, what it sounds like if there had been a microphone on it. So I am using this guitar on quite a few new things on this new album. I'm using the Takamini, but there's quite a few songs where I'm using the Godin, and I'm gonna show you one of those today. Now, the Godin doesn't involve a microphone. I plug it directly into that same Grace preamp which then is converted with the 828 um, Mark of the Unicorn uh, analog digital converter and goes into my perform- digital performer, my my recording software. But what I do on the Godin is I set it up with its main number one microphone simulation. I make sure that it is the guitar is all microphone simulation, not none of the. Um, other kinds of pickups that are built into the guitar. And then I set up the EQ completely flat. I'm not doing anything on the guitar uh, to change the sound of it. And then it goes into Digital Performer, my digital recording software. And there, just like I did with the Takamini, I use very, very uh, carefully constructed EQs uh, as well as very carefully constructed reverbs. And uh, the song I wanna play a little bit of is a up-tempo groove song. Don't have a name for any of these things yet. I'm always very slow about coming up with names. But this is the Godin in that song, but soloed, meaning without any other accompaniment. So you can just hear how the Godin sounds uh, all by itself. I think it's just amazing how acoustic this guitar sounds, considering that it's basically just plugged in and isn't particularly loud acoustically. I couldn't really record it with a microphone. It wouldn't sound anything like this. Uh, But coupled with the technology of the guitar, And my hard, long work to get it to sound this way with very customized EQs, it's totally believable. In fact, uh, there's a couple songs on this new album where I'm using both of the guitars, the Takamine and the Godin. It's really hard to tell which is which, they sound very similar. Um, So anyway, here's that same excerpt, but this time with the full band, and notice how good the Godin sounds in the context of, of all the other instruments. Thank you. So as you can see, the Godin just sounds so nice and warm. It's integrated very nicely in with the band, but yet it stands out. It's clearly just like the Takamini. It's got to be like the Singer. It has to come through but not sound like a head cut off from the body. It has to fit into the body of all the other instruments. Uh, Of course, that gets me into the fifth podcast, which has to do with mixing. I'm going to talk about that in my next podcast when I start mixing all the different elements of each of the songs together. Uh, But that's um, what I wanted to share with you today about how I go about recording my guitars. I hope that you found that useful for any of the recording that you might do of an acoustic guitar and I hope you found it interesting just from a a listening standpoint well thanks again for joining me I'm going to close with uh, the end of that groove tune I was just sharing with you and just to give you another taste of some of the music that's going to be on the new album thanks again for joining me today I'm Ken Navarro, I'll see you the next time